everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, it turns out the Mormons were gaslighting us. We have been lied to. <laughs> or I guess, well, yeah, they, they were lied to. Now they're gaslighting us. And they're gaslighting their membership oh. about some central pieces of Mormon doctrine that everybody knows these people believe. <laughs> and they're if, acting like they never believed it. If there it's were amazing. any perks to being Mormon, and that's debatable, <laughs> some of the big ones are gone now. It's unreal. So we're we're gonna we're what, gonna discuss that. I don't even know what Mormonism is about anymore. I mean, that's right? how that's how pivotal it is for me. So, because <laughs> it ain't Jesus. We know it ain't no, Jesus. No, it was it's never about Jesus. Not about Jesus. No, at all. None of the religions are about Jesus. There <laughs> there are no longer any religions that have anything to do really centrally with Jesus. No, indeed. All right, Dan. Yeah. I love a good fatwa. Oh. And I love a good story about a fatwa. Who doesn't? Unfortunately, they're they're usually a little light on substance, these stories. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care. It's important that everybody know that there's a new fatwa in the uh, world. Did somebody write a book? <laughs> no, no, no. If only. Uh, this is uh, a fatwa that has been issued by the Rabat al-Azhar Fatwa Global Center. Okay. Uh that's that's one of the good ones. If you're gonna get a fatwa, you want it from one of the good ones. And <laughs> the that Robert Al Azhar, they're they're right up fatwa. there. <laughs> Whatever Global they center. are. Uh, that's located in Egypt. Yeah, I'm. But uh, of course, you already knew that. Oh yeah, everybody I know knows all about the the, R, the R A A F G C is in Egypt. Um, yeah, they uh, they issued a warning this last week uh, about uh, some electronic games video games as it were uh which is not surprising it sure. seems like uh religious fuddy-duddies seem to find their way around to uh video games sooner or later yeah right? yeah they you know they make the rounds there's some and sitcom on tv they don't like so they listen they muslims should be outraged by all the entertainment because oh, yeah representations of human beings are supposed to be a nix nix on that. not electronic representations that's the workaround okay everybody knows that all right um yeah so well, then they, what's the problem with these games well i'm gonna get to it dan uh it's uh it, it describes these games as kidnapping the minds of young people Oof. and they call out specifically fortnite Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Fortnite. I, I'm not. I believe it is a first-person shooter. Uh, is that is that that's, wrong? That's what I said. That's how I described it to my husband. He did not <laughs> like that description of it. Um, it looks like one to me. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, it's like this huge... Okay, all you gamers out there, just bear with me. <laughs> I, I know it's wrong. You don't have to email me. I know this is wrong, yeah. but, um, it's like, it's like this, like, there's all these other players all around, right? Okay. And they're all inhabiting this online, like little universe. Sure. Thing, right. Oh, it's an MMORP. 
is that what they're called? Um, massively multiplayer, multiplayer online. Yeah. Role playing game. I did something, it. Something like that. Maybe that's what it is. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, but um, I know they like wander into things and there's other people who are shooting and sure. anyway, Dave, like you do usually on a Thursday night when we're recording, he's often playing Fortnite. Oh, with okay. His friends from work. Uh, anyway, you should be uh, it, careful. I hear there's a fatwa against that <laughs> game. Yeah, it seems fairly harmless, right? And it's yeah. wildly popular. People like it. I'm just not that into video games, especially not that kind of video game. Sure. But anyway, um, this all stems from the fact that a video uh, went viral on social media and sparked a bunch of outrage in the Muslim community because it sh the video shows players destroying the Kaaba. Oh. Okay. So they, 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 they enter the great mosque of Mecca, kill people, demolish the Kaaba uh, to get weapons that are being stored in the Kaaba. Oh my God. Um, and then, which allowed players access to higher levels after completing a level or something. I don't know. That's... Yeah. Yeah, so, that's actually like that is shocking. This you should remind our listeners what the Kaaba is. Oh, the Kaaba is the big black box in the middle of you know the during like the Hajj when, right, when people are going the, to Mecca. Going to Mecca, right? All the, the Muslims go to Mecca and that you see like a bunch of people in a giant like uh, plaza, right? Right. And they're circling around this thing in the middle. Right. They, they have to like circle it seven times or something like that. And that thing in the middle is the Kaaba. Right. And in it is like a meteorite or something it's, like that. Yeah. They, it's a rock. They're all really, really intensely circling a rock. Yeah. Um, and, and so anyway, yeah, wildly outrageous. Well, of course, the developers of the, 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 the game, uh, they're called Epic Games. Uh -huh. They made a statement... Um, along with the Fortnite people specifically, um, that that tries to clarify this misunderstanding because apparently the content that that is sh being shown in that video was made by an independent player in creative mode. Okay. So somebody designed something up and then had like I guess he could probably like invite people in to play it or whatever. Oh, um, that, and so is, that is just a bad idea to let people do that. That is. That is not smart on Epic Games' part. Well, I mean, like, no, it's supposed to be fun, right? I get that. Like, oh, I get, you get it. All it's supposed creative, to be fun. You make your thing, and then you know, and then you get a you. fatwa. Is what you get. <laughs> yeah, but it should be a fatwa on the creator of that little thing, not the whole <laughs> game, right? Just because you can, right? right? Um, yeah, you could do anything. You could you could show all sorts of fun stuff yeah in creative mode but Yikes. that's that's what happened uh so yeah everybody just be aware if you are a fortnite player there is a fatwa in effect <laughs> just, uh, just right watch now. when you're when, as you're running around through that crazy world uh watch for the fatwa <laughs> just, there, there, be careful there will be now careful. be muslim players out trying to especially kill you don't, don't I assume step, there are players. Don't people step are, in the fatwa. Right. <laughs> oh, watch out. Fatwa. <laughs>
or are they not allowed to play it now because of the fatwa? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it works. Anyway, uh, all right, well, uh, from, from Mecca, or from digital Mecca to Florida, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story of uh, Anthony and Barbara Scarpo, uh, who are a, a well-to-do couple uh, in Florida who they wanted their, their kids to go to Catholic school. They were very excited about it. They, uh, they gave the school money. They promised to give them lots of money. It was uh, like $1.3 million That's over the course of some years. What? They put their girls in the school. They're paying the tuition, which was outrageous, something like anywhere from fourteen dollars to $22,000 a year, I think. Good Lord. And this is for uh, like elementary through high school, uh, this school does. And then some shit started to go down. The, uh, this Catholic school got woke and oh, started no. doing things like being concerned about equality and social justice and like caring that people like Ahmaud Avery and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor were killed. So that's outrageous enough. But I think the final straw was that there was a, uh, a, a blackboard that was put at the entrance of the school uh, that gave kids, uh, that taught kids ways that they could be a good ally to LGBTQ plus individuals. Oh, no, no, no. Lawsuit! It's time <laughs> for a lawsuit! Lawsuit? The Scarpos are suing. They are not, this is unacceptable, according to the Tampa Bay <laughs> Times. Oh man, I even looked at this I, I looked at the actual uh complaint that they filed and the, one of the first things that I saw was that in one of the first uh paragraphs of the complaint when they get to the actual like what the complaint is, they misspelled the word catholic. I just love that. <laughs> anyway, catholic? uh catholic did it yeah. have a k at the end? In, in, no, it was like there it was like catholic or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, they are, they are suing because they, well, they pulled their girls out of the school, obviously. One of their girls Clearly. had just graduated, but they pulled oh the other my one God. out of the school. Poor uh, thing. Where are they going to put her? That like, they, <laughs> where can, can they go? find a school that, where can you that go? hates the gays? Yeah. So they are oh, seeking, no. uh, to have all the money that they've donated returned to no them. Fat chance. And all of the tuition that they've paid returned to them. Well, like... Like some sort of like false pretense or yeah yeah yeah, it, but it gets switch. better because <laughs> the other the other thing that they want is an injunction forcing the school to stop calling itself Catholic. Oh my God, the courts don't care. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, literally, you're Unless asking you're suing them at the Vatican court or whatever. right exactly. You're asking the United States court to step in and decide what is and isn't Catholic. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, those judges are not going to want to be a part of this. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the response from the school's lawyer was basically just, I, I'm, look, you're idiots. Obviously, none of this, none of this, none yeah. of it at all. <laughs> he called it a, uh, a, a, an obvious publicity stunt. Oh, uh, and it probably is. I mean, they probably are just trying to shame the school and do it more publicly. Right. But, 
Oh my God! It's just they are outraged, outraged. They they mm. they, they they said, yeah, the, this utterly fails. The, you know the uh, they were talking about the blackboard with the being a good ally to LGBTQ plus people, which nobody could say. Like if look, I've read a lot of the Bible. You you definitely can't say that Jesus wanted people to be kind to other people. That's uh. <laughs> Anyway, clearly wasn't a message of his at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the the complaint says that that uh, that that blackboard utterly fails to put any part of this explanation into perspective with mainstream Catholicism or the Catholic Catechism. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's stupid from top to bottom. This Ooh. whole lawsuit, but uh, these people are Catholic, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> They yeah. are, and they are, they are mad as hell. They uh, actually cause... expected a Catholic education at a Catholic school, and I think they've missed what's been going on at Catholic schools. Yeah, right. Well, I, I think mean, they've missed like what's the been going here. on, you know, in the world. <laughs> the whole world is around them, and they've clearly missed a few details. Yeah, their lawsuit yeah. uses the word woke. Just to oh, be clear. No, really? Oh yeah. Oh. It's uh Oh, I mean there is no right to wokeness in the Constitution, so <laughs> it's it's so true. I mean not not stated as such. Right. Oh my god, it is so <laughs> Yeah, literally, here's the the introduction. Uh Essentially, plaintiffs, they start their introduction with essentially. Essentially, plaintiffs sue defendants because plaintiffs believe that in defendants' zeal to embrace the politically correct, woke culture currently in vogue, that defendants breached defendants' promise to provide plaintiffs' minor children with a Catholic education in return for plaintiffs paying tuition and fundraising for the academy. Wow. I mean, not for nothing. <laughs> you send your kid to Catholic school, you expect you want Catholicism. You right? want the full hatred treatment. <laughs> you want you want uh, white privilege. Yeah. You want hatred mm -hmm. uh, of gay and and trans and uh, and and various other queer types. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You, need, you you want the full Magilla. Yeah. And they're not getting it. Well, how do you get a next generation of priests if you don't make a bunch of young homos feel bad about it? Right? <laughs> right? You're, I mean, you're going to run out of priests is what you're going to do. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's a very good point. The, uh, the, the other fun flip side of this is that the, uh, when in, in his response, the lawyer for the school also said that if they pursue this, he may have to countersue for the rest of the $1.3 million that they promised, because apparently, according to Florida law, once they've pledged the money, he can sue them for it regardless. So oh. Oh. it might work out real bad for them. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that, that, would, that would be some real nerve, though, by the, <laughs> by the school at that point. It would be some balls. I kind of like um, it. I hope they do it. And if we have new listeners, me saying the word homo, just oh. so you know, right? Yeah, you're. Uh, I'm, I'm a gay man, so you're, you're gay as a May Day. I, 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 I can make that joke. 
<laughs> I, I, I just realized. Some listeners may not know. Yeah, yeah. You're you're the gay um, one. <laughs> I'm I'm the dumb right. one. You're the gay one. That's how you tell the difference. What? No, Dan. That's ridiculous. No, you really are um, gay. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. I'm going to stick with the Catholic Church. Uh huh. Um and uh and I'm gonna go back up to that Canadian story with the uh, residential schools. Ooh. Um and for those of you who have missed the story somehow, uh what we're referring to are the schools set up essentially by the Canadian government, right? Well no, but, originally by the Catholic Church and then originally by the Catholic and Church. And then they kind of were in conjunction then, with the Canadian and then government. In, okay, right. Um, because the Catholics were doing such a good job, oh, yeah. the Canadian government wanted part of it. Oh, they wanted in on that. Because what they were action. doing is these schools. The whole the whole purpose of these schools was to take Native. Well, we so in the United States we have Native Americans in Canada. They're the First Nations um, to take the First Nations um, kids and sort of sort of de-First Nations them as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Right? Make, make them um, white and delight them as much as, po- <laughs> as much as you can. Without having scripture to back that up. Right. But they, they, they were trying their, their, their dang hardestness. Um, and, 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 and to eradicate First Nations culture. I mean, that's, that's really what it's really Yeah, the, well, they started with cultural genocide, and then... Yeah. And, and well, then they, or... I mean, they did a concurrent actual genocide right alongside the cultural one. So, yeah. And so that's the thousand plus um, remains that have been discovered on a number of uh, former school grounds uh, in uh, Kamloops. I can't say that. Kamloops. Yeah. uh, British Columbia. uh, Cal SS First Nation in Saskatchewan. Uh, and a couple other schools. Uh, and there's going to be more and more. They literally oh. just started looking barely, for Barely, these barely things. started. And uh, considering the ease at which they seem to find them once they start looking, yes, there are going to be more. Yeah. Sadly. It's, and it's going to start happening here in the U.S. Real, too. So, yeah, so just, uh, just be yourself. prepared for the numbers to just keep climbing of unmarked, uh, just mass graves of Indian kids. Uh, yeah. Dead. So, okay, this story, even though it's big at the moment, it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Right. Um, And uh, First Nations um, survivors of of these schools um, had been seeking um, a a settlement with the Catholic Church. Right. Um, And they, they, back in 2015, Catholic officials argued in court that they could only fundraise a total of $3.9 million for the residential school survivors, right? Yeah, I mean, million. it's just the Catholic just, Church. Where are they going to come up with a bunch of money? possibly come up with more money than that. It was just, that's the most that they could be asked to possibly come up with. Um, well, uh, in... Uh, 2016 so just a year later um the uh saint michael's cathedral basilica in toronto uh was uh needing a one i'm sorry 
one point something. No, $128 million renovation. Whoa. Uh, and so they had a big gala complete <laughs> with a brass band, the article points out. Oh, well, um, you can't, you can't look, Canadians love a brass band. <laughs> if you want to this win is, the hearts of some Canadian donors, you you got to have your brass band. This is on the CBC website. So yeah, brass band, guys. Um anyway, they held this big opening gala um and uh and eventually I believe they they raised the 128 million dollars. Um there were other uh church renovation and construction type fundraisers that they had um uh, in uh, in Montreal, thirty million. Sa- uh, Saskatoon, twenty eight million was raised. Vancouver, twenty four million was ra- raised. Um, at London, Canada, Ontario, not, sure, you sure. Uh, thirty million. St. John, twenty million. Go, and the list just keeps going down. Two hundred ninety two million dollars were raised for buildings. Post. The Catholic Church saying the most they could possibly raise for the survivors of these residential schools was $3.9 million. Well, I mean, um, we're not talking about buildings. It's just people. I know, How would right? you raise that much money for just people when there are buildings to be built? Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that has happened um, recently is there have been some Catholic churches getting burned down um, near reservations. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I understand the anger. Yeah. And it actually seems like an apt target um, <laughs> is to go yeah. after their buildings. I 100% um, get that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't condone I, it. I, no, but I get the thinking. But I, I, get, I get it. it. Yeah. Um, here's a star blanket Cree nation chief, Michael Starr, uh, saying they didn't keep their promise. You can't just say, oh, we tried. That's too bad. Yeah. So, well, in, I'm going to keep on the same theme. Oh, really? Uh, because I'm, <laughs> because listen, it's hard out here for a priest. Uh, the, I know uh, that song. you know, there's been a lot of heat. Yeah, and I, you know, I did see a story. I, I, I don't have this particular story pulled up, uh, but I did see a story about a priest whose church got vandalized with like red paint, and he left it there and just said, "You know what? This seems like an apt memorial to this." I don't remember where that was, but I, but hmm. that sounds nice. That is correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they vandalized that. We, we okay. We murdered a whole bunch of your people. You. Uh, vandalized my church. Even Stephen, we're square. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, uh, but I, I actually think that there's, there's some lovely introspection there, and that's actually nice. That is, however, not the norm. <laughs> I think right. last week we talked about uh, a, a priest who had to apologize and uh, and stuff. Here, here's another one. Uh, this oh, time boy. it's a bishop. It's an archbishop. Who, uh, who was talking about, you know, uh, what's happening since these, uh, these uh, revelations came to light. Yeah. Um, and he said he's been bombarded by people uh, feeling, 
feelings about it, which I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. And he said, and so I say in my heart, you know something? There's a persecution happening here. There's a persecution happening here. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. Oh. That was a that was God. in a sermon. That's a that oh, is God. that is poor persecuted Archbishop uh Richard Gagnon of Winnipeg. Uh God almighty. These people just they just need to keep saying this shit because it's just so fucking uh revealing. <laughs> yeah. They are shocked. <laughs> yeah. Shocked that anyone the, would have the temerity to criticize their institution and to hold them accountable. Right. Like for cultural genocide and genocide and murder and <laughs> and murder at least murder at least mass murder covered right. up murder Maybe just not full genocide i think you could call it a genocide i think that's I mean, it, totally it, fine it's acts of genocide to quote <laughs> the the clinton administration i just think I th you know it maybe maybe this archbishop is right i mean this all of these things happened. They stopped at least, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> Forever ago. <laughs> Forever ago. How, how can you even hold them accountable at that point? My it's so God. long ago. Like, a lot There's... of the people involved aren't even alive anymore because they're murdered. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Jesus Christ. Okay, Dan. Yeah. Um, I have the story of two men uh, in India Ooh. who uh, have been in jail for now over 45 days. Oh, um, criminals then. Criminals uh, who have, they, they were thrown in jail for criticizing uh, the ruling party uh, of, of India and in particular, uh, specific stance, uh, and and I mean clearly, you know, I mean criticism is 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 of of, of government. I mean it's a protected right and everything, but it never feels good to be criticized. No, especially when you're, especially not when you're a uh, an authoritarian Hindu nationalist shitbag of a of, of a ruling party. Oh wait, are you talking about Prime Minister Narendra Modi? Modi? Yeah. Uh, and his, uh, and his cohort the of P the, oh God, I'm not going to say it. PJP, um, that, that party, yeah. you're talking about them. That, that's oh, them. Them's okay. the guys. Well, anyway, it, you know, these guys, they had, they had some legitimate beefs and they said it and, uh, apparently it's not cool to get on and, and, and say that cow poo and urine can't cure covid <laughs> that that's what they said oh my god because the bjp has been pushing legitimately poop and urine yeah. as cures for covid i mean i get it if you have a disaster on your hands you you you, you gotta distract people with you know 
folk remedy, I guess. Yeah. But they don't see it that way. Uh, apparently, uh, cow poop and urine, uh, this is a tradition uh, because cows are sacred, obviously, in Hinduism. Right. And so products made from poop and pee uh, are often uh, um, uh, touted as antidotes to various diseases. As curative in yeah. some way. And, uh, and, and including now COVID-19. Um, and so just pointing out the fact that maybe we should be relying on science right yeah. uh to to uh find the cures for you, <laughs> for disease so wait got, these guys they're in fucking jail these guys and have the temerity kind of jail to say yeah, no. maybe not eating and drinking cow poo and cow pee maybe not that that's they yeah. had that kind of gall well they deserve to yeah. be in jail then fuck them well and also not for nothing uh, doctors are pointing out because I don't know if you've heard about the black fungus problem that oh, they're yeah. having in India. Yeah. Um, and uh, and this is this is some scary scary shit. Like f human body doesn't do great with funguses, yeah. right? And so funguses that that actually do attack us, they usually, oh boy, they they have a field day with the human body. Sure. Uh, to save people's lives, they have to like like remove eyes yeah right they have to like they have to like intentionally blind people because that's like its quickest way into the brain i guess is through the eye um and so if it gets into the eye it's a little infected they just take the eye out Yikes. right this is my understanding of it uh so this black fungus thing is terrifying you know what doctors are saying uh cow poop cow poop might just be the cause oh of, of this i got crazy, it okay this crazy uh black fungus problem that they're having that seems to really only be related to covid19 in india right, right? like so yeah maybe there's something that the, the 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 government's message maybe should be don't do that except for hinduism right right uh maybe india just needs to get on board with uh with uh silver cure <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's but what you need to get i did want to touch upon really quickly how uh, under what law these guys are being held okay uh india has a it's called the national security act uh apparently it's an old colonial law that gives the state powers to arrest and detain detain suspects for up to 12 months even without a formal charge or trial yeah that's, so that, that's, that's not good that's that's the shitty law that a shitty political party uh, is using to uh, to to uh, lock up two guys who, and probably others, who would dare criticize them for uh, pushing really dangerous beliefs. Out yeah, into it's the, just the a totalitarian regime. It is just a. It's 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 they're it's awful. brutal. Yeah, Ugh. it's just. It's just human rights violations all over the place. That's fun. Uh, but it's but it's especially fun to do a human rights... If you're going to do a human rights violation, do it because you want people to eat poo. That's the fun way to do it. It's really remarkable. Like, <laughs> just like when I first heard that people were eating poo uh, to cure them of, 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 of COVID, because I heard about this a little while back... Um, 
I was just like, no. <laughs> well, it's no. just it just no. sounds like I believe the internet has made something up here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like this is not real. Like this is like one or two people. Yeah. This right. is this is this is but, just a fringe crazy. Blah, blah, and it's blah. being reported to make it sound like it's a thing. No, it's a thing. Yeah, and it's a People thing that you can this. go to jail for saying it isn't a thing. Yeah. So, yep. okay, great. <laughs> India sounds great. Never go to India ever again, anybody, by the way. Oh, no. Are you kidding? Me? Oh, okay. Go, Frank. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Well, not right now. No, no. Give it 50 years and then maybe. I don't oh, know. God. I, uh, I I don't I'm I I I've been there, but I, <laughs> okay. There there aren't enough vaccines in the world to get me there right now. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm gonna close off on some good news. Oh, okay. And this this news actually shocked me. I was genuinely shocked because I have we have learned. And I think we can all agree that uh, the U.S. Supreme Court right now is a garbage place where stupid happens. Uh, that is, <laughs> yeah. That's all we get now. The United States Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, is now just the United States court of making sure that uh, religions can do whatever they want and everyone else has to just suck it. Uh, yep. So... I was. It's a mouthful, but that is they did actually change. They the did name. actually change the name. So, that is the yeah. official now name of it. So uh, <laughs> everybody, just mark your calendars on that one. Um, the Supreme Court has decided not to hear a case. Now this case is uh, sir, is about an incident that happened in 2013. That is how long this fucker's been bouncing around in our court system. Uh. The, uh, so what what basically happened was uh, a woman named Baronel Stutzman, uh, who was a florist, refused to uh, flower the wedding of Robert Ingersoll and Kurt Freed, uh, who are gay fellows. Mm. Uh, and even though gay gay marriage was legal in the state of Washington at the time, she uh, refused. Uh, the state, based on their laws, uh, which have anti, you know, there are anti-discrimination laws in place. They fined her a thousand dollars and said, uh, don't do this shit. You have to, you know, provide people. If you're, if you're going to provide wedding flowers, provide wedding flowers. That's your job. That's what you do now. So <laughs> she sued. And, uh, and, you know, made it through so much of the court system. Eventually, uh, the Washington Supreme Court, the Washington, that's the state Supreme Court, right. unanimously ruled against her. Uh, but she wanted to go further. And, of course, she was probably backed by all kinds of, uh, of right wing uh, yes. groups. No, absolutely. So yeah. they, they, they said, hey, Supreme Court help. The Supreme Court didn't actually take the case. What they did was they basically commanded the Washington courts to reevaluate based on the fact that this, that uh, the U S Supreme court had ruled on the masterpiece cake shop case. Oh, now, if okay. you'll recall, right. that's the, uh, the Christian baker in Colorado who wouldn't make a wedding cake for a same sex couple. And what, 
But the thing is that that ruling was so narrow as to be worthless yeah. for other rulings. That ruling was just about how the state of Colorado's uh, commission didn't, uh, you know, overstepped their bounds right. uh, in how they punished him, which was bullshit. But that was it. So the Washington state Supreme Court said, OK, well, we'll look at it again. Yep. We're right. We were right the first time. And again, unanimously said, uh, voted, uh, you know, against uh, this woman. Well, right. the, to, uh, this week, the U.S. Supreme Court decided not to take up the case. And that's that what that means is that what the Washington Supreme Court uh, said stands. The case is now over. And uh, like discrimination it has actually been ruled not okay in one instance in the state of Washington. All right. Isn't that great? That is good. <clears throat> but it only applies to Washington. Look, the fact that you can, there's anywhere <laughs> in the United States where you can, where you're not allowed to discriminate anymore, I'm, I'm going to take the win. I'm taking the W. All right. Because uh, frankly, at this point, more to go. I thought I had given up entirely. Now, mm -hmm. uh, the court, when they denied the taking it up, uh, wanted to make it clear that Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, and Justice Gorsuch uh, wanted to take up the the case. Well, I wonder how it would have gone. Uh, I wonder what their what their mindset was. Yeah. Well, their mindset was just. Uh, no, no, no. We're we're going to try and make it like the whole reason that all of them are yeah. there is to make discriminating against uh you know. Well, it's definitely why those three are there. What surprises me is that um uh Amy Comey Barrett and uh Kavanaugh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That they didn't join it. I'm pretty shocked about that. Cuz all they needed was myself. one of don't you just need four, right? To take up a case? Uh Four of the nine? Yeah, you no, Isn't you need you need a majority, I think. No, I don't think so. Uh anyway, oh no, you're right. It I does it takes four it takes it four takes votes four. to hear a case. You're absolutely right. And they couldn't right. get one of those two. That's remarkable. Yeah, that is kind of shocking, actually. Hmm. You would you would think that they would have been able to get one more, but apparently not. So uh so yeah. One person has been able has been stopped from uh, from a parent, well, and one state has been stopped from yeah. discriminating. So, well, all right, okay, hooray! It's interesting. Anyway, if y'all have something you'd like to say about this or any of our stories, you can. We're easy to get a hold of. You can write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the is the address, or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Stick around. We've got emails and voicemails coming up. Hey, Dan. Oh, yeah. We've we've got somebody to play today that we've heard before on the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a peach. He's a... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pastor Perry Stone. Yeah. Uh, he's a snazzy dresser. That's the thing I like about this guy. <laughs> he's just—he's wearing a shirt that has. I—I I mean, when you can't decide on what pattern you want your shirt to be, go with all of them. I—I <laughs> I see a rose. Yeah. 
There's a, there's some Damask maybe. Some, I don't there know. There's Damask, yeah. I there definitely see Damask. There may be a Paisley all in there sort, somewhere. There's some Paisley, all sorts of geometric patterns. <laughs> also, that's the lovely. shirt is three sizes larger than he is, but that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. It's still it's still on him. It covers his naughty bits and whatever. Anyway, he's got a message. Uh, look, people are leaving church. Uh, people are leaving. Uh, they're walking away. Mm. And uh, there's a danger there that he wants you to be aware of. One, Yeah, one that people probably haven't thought about. If you were called to do something, maybe you were called to help a church or a ministry, a fellowship, and that was the call where God placed you. But somehow out of offense or what you heard or what somebody said or someone's opinion, you just decided, I'm out of here, and you left. What if you were supposed to be the person to greet that young person or even pray for them in an altar and see them deliver from suicide and you're not there and that person commits suicide because you were assigned to be the person to reach them. This is a very, very serious thing. And I really feel like the Holy Spirit gave me a warning for Christians to please be at the position he's called you, be the soldier he's called you, be the, be the person at the intercession, in, in the trench lines of intercession that he's called you to be. Because otherwise, somebody else will take your crown and you will not have anything to lay before the feet of Jesus when we bow and take our crowns off to worship him. I think he did a little switcheroo <laughs> at the end there. Because originally, this was about if you leave the church, somebody's going to commit suicide and that's your fault. Yeah. But at the end, it was like, if you leave the church, somebody else is going to take your crown. Which, yeah. to me, that says, somebody else is going to save that suicide person, you're fine. No, he's clear on that one. <laughs> that suicide, that suicidal person has only one person at church, and that person's at church, right? Right. Who's going to, 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 to say the right thing. Just the right, just the right message. Yeah. Which, by the way, people at church are great at saying just the right message to a grieving or hurt or, or sad yeah. person. That's... They're no, amazing at it. Nobody has felt suicidal after leaving church ever. <laughs> Just, oh my God. It's, uh, that, so yeah, solid guilt trip there <laughs> from, from Perry. <laughs> nice. Good job. But, but also like the kind of guilt trip that leaves you like resenting the person. Oh right? yeah. Like that's, that's, that, that is just like the most obvious and the most, uh, yeah, harebrained guilt trip of all time. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to manipulate somebody, you don't go full, someone will commit suicide because you left the church. <laughs> just just a modicum of subtlety is all mm -hmm. we're asking, Perry Stone. That's all yeah. we want. But uh, but no, he went, he went all the way there. So yeah. there you go. I don't know what this crown thing is. We're... <laughs> I, I, I don't, I've never heard that. Like everybody gets a crown that you have to take off, right. And then kneel to, before Jesus, right? Like that's what, that's a new one. What, that is yeah. totally new. Yeah, I was not aware of head jewelry. Now, now I'm starting to <laughs> be sad that I'm not in church because I didn't know I was yeah. going to get a crown. That's a big selling point. <laughs> you get a crown. You got to lead with the crown, guys. But apparently, you can be there, right? You can be in heaven without a crown. <laughs> Yeah. And worship Jesus. Yeah, but I then, think I but just then you're going to kneel down and place the crown in front of him, and uh, everyone else is going to have a crown, and he's going to look at you like, what, what, what do you got? What, what is that, a baseball cap? 
That's well, the uh, only yeah. That's like, nothing. I, I don't know. Uh, I think crowns seem cumbersome to me. Yeah. I wouldn't want one. That no, does not, no, no. That's not a selling point for me. I've never, ever, ever thought, I, you know what? I'd like to wear a crown someday. Shakespeare said, heavy is the head that wears the crown. That's, and it's absolutely true. I watched The Crown. <laughs> I, I watched Queen Elizabeth walking around, <laughs> practicing walking around with the crown on. Mm. It looks awful. Yeah. I, a coronet at most. <laughs> a tiara. I I'd take a tiara. Sure. Oh, sure. Simple, oh, everybody wants a nice tiara. Understated, right? <laughs> goes with everything. Yeah. There's not an outfit that a tiara doesn't go with. Yeah. Are you out to play tennis? Tiara. Tiara. Are, you, a tennis you, tiara. You going I mean, for you going for a hike in the woods? Throw on a tiara. It's yeah, never a trail wrong. tiara. Yeah. A little bit of um, a little bit of forehead bling goes a long way. Yeah. All right. So we had some folks write into us, call into us. We got to get to that. Uh, Spencer wrote in to say, hi, Frank and Dan. While listening to episode 461, I have no idea what episode that was. Uh, I had a flashback <laughs> when you were talking about religious people speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah. I used to go to Christian youth groups when I was about 13 or 14. Uh, and whenever we would do that weird huddle prayer thing where everyone in the room touches each other's shoulder, the lights are dim and there's a, and there's soundscapes playing in the background. I remember hearing people about me around me speaking extremely fast and I was never able to understand if they were actually saying words. I would always feel le left out. Like I wasn't involved enough in the Christian community by not knowing what the fuck they were talking about. Oh, no. I was, but I was afraid to ask. Uh, I would never put it put together until today that they were speaking in tongues, aka <laughs> gibberish. That was no. one of the many things that pushed me further and further out of the church, uh, oh, out of God. the church door, and into my own way of thinking. Now, yeah. being atheist, I think back on it and I can't help but laugh. I am so glad I never bothered to try and get someone to teach me that shit. <laughs> Thanks for talking about it, uh, and I always look forward to the to listening to your episodes. Well, nobody teaches any like just humana humana blah 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 blah. Oh like, no, you gotta you gotta learn to loosen that tongue. You gotta you gotta learn <laughs> to loosen that tongue. That 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 comes. <laughs> humana humana. I like humana humana. I like ha uh, sure sure. Ha! I like the people who are like ha 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 ha. Ha ta ma ta. It usually they pick a vowel sound and just throw a bunch of consonants in front of that single vowel sound. Right. Ta ma ta cha ka pa ta ta. Ham pa 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 cha cha ta. You're na you're a natural, Dan. No, oh, yeah. You need to go. Uh, I went in one of those circles. I went to acting school. They're they're, they're just doing vocal warm ups. Is all they're doing. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. I put a pat of butter on a little lemon tart. All right. Uh, Max wrote into us. Uh, we, we actually had a couple people write into us uh, about last episode. We talked about the fact that even cute little religions can be harmful. That all yes. religion is is has harm. Uh, and we had a couple people write into us about that. Max said last week you guy last week you were asked a great question. You asked a great question. What is the harm in religion? I came from a very re liberal religious background, and I want to assert that there is real harm even in churches that align with many of my values. 
The greatest harm is that even liberal or progressive religion twists you into knots asking questions that are pointless. You add another layer to life which muddles things. For example, I struggled with depression while in the church. The priest never claimed that I was possessed or that I needed to pray about the problem. In fact, she even encouraged me. You catch that? She. That's a sheep. They had a lady priest. This was liberal. In fact, she even encouraged me to seek help from a secular from sec, secular mental health providers. But because I believed that there was a good God somehow stirring the pot, I still wrestled with the questions. Hmm. Why did God make me sick? Why is this happening? What is the hmm. purpose of this? None of this did any good. Hmm. I could have been restored to wellness without this detour and with much less soul searching. Religion forces you to wrestle with pointless questions like the problem of evil, the problem of divine hin uh, hiddenness, and hmm. theological squabbles. Even if you're not being abused in church, you are making life more complex than it needs to be, and you're pissing away time and money, too. Hmm. Well said, Max. I agree with that yeah. entirely. Uh, and, and then Eric said, uh, in your last episode, you talked about how every religion is harmful, as a former mainline Protestant, I agree, and almost get in a Facebook fight, or almost got in a Facebook fight over this. But in my Google searches, I cannot find the harm that Jainism has caused. I'm asking, what harm has ever was ever caused by Jainism? Well, I did a quick Google search myself, uh, oh, yeah. Eric, and I gotta say, I don't know what your Google. Uh, uh, question was or what your what your search terms were but just i you know i went for the low-hanging fruit and just googled janist misogyny oh there you go yeah. boom baby easy that one was an easy one <laughs> low-hanging fruit uh, and speaking of low-hanging fruit i did get a couple of articles ab about the uh sect of jainism uh where the men uh called digambara where the uh the men walk around naked um uh, Oh, wow. That's uh that's an interesting thing, but the women are not allowed to walk around naked because not only uh does do they have the old trope of if women walk around naked then men can't control their sexual thoughts, which mm. I've been to plenty of, you know, I've been to naked places, it's fine, you can. You're just you're just being a dick. You're just gross. I work on you. And then also, I read a whole a, a a whole thing that was a review of uh, Jane's scriptures and writings. And the thing about Jainism is that they are like hyper into not harming any other creature. So, you know, they carry little brooms with them to sweep bugs away so that they don't accidentally step on a bug. Well, they also apparently, like at least some of them believe that women have little microscopic critters just sort of falling out of them just living in them in their fluids and their menstrual cycle and their armpits and all this stuff and they scratch when they itch and therefore they're killing these little little micro bugs and oh, so no. they're not good they're, they're not good janes <laughs> oh my God. so look i guess the point is there's, there's harm. the yeah, harm there, is there i promise you uh yeah. so yeah, don't, don't and I just I literally stopped at the misogyny. I promise you if you dug around you'd find more. 
You just got to know how to, you got to know where to look. Anyway, uh, we had some folks write in or call into us, didn't we, Frank? We did, Dan. Um, this first message, voice message that I, I want to play is from Lauren. Uh, she's responding to that, uh, the, the, the episode where you talk about the children's book that sort of asks all sorts of questions about the nature of God mm. and proposes some ideas, I guess. Anyway. This is this is what she has to say about that. Okay. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Lauren from Missouri. I was raised Methodist, but whenever my parents told me that Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny weren't real, I quickly realized that anything religious was just as mythical. And um, I just wanted to share a story with you guys. I was listening to episode number 498, and you were talking about how not a lot of churches put in effort into conceptualizing who God is or putting an image to this almighty being that is supposed to be present around us all the time. And I wanted to share a story with you about Sunday school class in my Methodist church. I was probably six or seven, and they did this activity where they gave everyone a blank piece of paper, and they told us to draw what our image of God was. And to me, that was really confusing because I asked questions like, why is there not already an image of God? Like, if there's supposed to be one God, then why is it not clear to everyone what he is and who he looks like? And I just kept asking them questions like this and told them, like, I can't give you an image of God if I'm not given any kind of pretext for what he looks like. And I ended up giving my Sunday school teachers so much trouble that they sent me back up to the congregation. I finished that service with the adults because I guess I wasn't thinking enough like a kid. But I just wanted to let you guys know that that happens sometimes where they have children come up with their own idea of what God is. And I just wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, I love you guys. I love your show. Thanks so much for what you do. Bye-bye. Troublemaker. (laughs) In an exercise that has no wrong answers. Right. (laughs) You found it. Lauren found the wrong answer. Well done. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And the wrong answer turned out to be... Can, can you give me a hint? <laughs> can you give me a clue? They're like, just draw a fucking smiley face. Just, a, it's a fucking old man a with tree. a beard. We all know that. Just, yeah. yeah. Draw, draw a tree. Draw your house. Draw, clouds. Clouds are fine. If you want to just yeah. do clouds. Uh, the sunshine. The sun shining on us. Whatever you want, oh my sweetheart. God. Just do it. I just want to be there when a kid actually like draws a minotaur holding an AK-47 or whatever. Just like, <laughs> that's what my Jesus looked like. <laughs> He's a goddamn hero is what he is. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'll read another, I'll read another uh, email real quick. This Wonderful. is from MJ. And MJ says, I spent 22 of my 26 years on this planet going to ultra-conservative Christian schools and Baptist churches, even though I no longer pray, read the Bible, or attend church, many of the things I was taught still feel very real to me. I listen to your podcast every Sunday morning now uh, as a replacement for church, and it brings me a lot of comfort. Well, that's that's great. Um, I feel a bit stuck because I don't want to believe the things I was taught anymore, but Mm. I also don't feel in control of my own beliefs either. It's easy for Mm. me to brush off Mormonism or or Islam or Hinduism, etc., as false religions, but when anybody criticizes Christianity, particularly the Southern Baptist flavor, 
My gut reaction is still a feeling of defensiveness and anger. Mm. Uh, mm. Did either of you experience this when you were deconstructing from your faith? Uh, and mm. do you have any advice or resources? Hmm. I think M- MJ, what a what a wonderful thing that you are like just checking in with yourself about this because hmm. what they've done to you is indoctrination, and that doesn't just go away just because you realize right. it's not true. It doesn't just yeah. evaporate. Uh, <clears throat> when you when you learn that what they're telling you was false, yeah. So I think I, I mean, look, I I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. We're not therapists. We don't no. we don't know the best ways to do this. But I think you can start with just allowing, allow the feelings to come, but then ask some questions about it. You know what I mean? Like when the when those feelings rise up. That's an opportunity for you to sit down with what you know and what you don't know and just let it all bubble together. Because eventually the thing, you know, the, the, the new ways of thinking, because you can't control your feelings. All you can control is your thoughts. So your new ways of thinking will eventually sort of create new neural pathways, create, you know, and, and you eventually all of those you know, programmed in uh, things that you're dealing with will dissipate. Yeah. Well, and and that other sort of, there's another question in there about just sort of like when other people criticize their in-group. Yeah. Right. Uh, MJ's in-group. Yeah. Um, Former in-group at that. Um, and, And having a reaction to that. I know that. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know if you ever experienced that after being done with Mormonism. And, you know, one, I, I worked in hospitality here in Salt Lake for a long time and people would love, people love to show up to Salt Lake and complain about everything. Right. right? And make fun of the Mormons. And, uh-huh. and, and there's, I got to the point where initially it was like, Hey, no, that's my thing. Right. <laughs> you, who, the, who the hell are you? Right. And then, um, and then it turned into just general annoyance at like the cheap shots and the yeah. uninformed criticisms and whatnot, uh, which is probably about where I'm at still to this day, where it's just like, okay, there are actually like quality things to complain about and point out about the Mormons, <laughs> right. right? Like your little quibble over here or whatever, making fun of what, but you know what? Let them make fun. Let them, let them have their criticisms because... But no, They're I think probably... I think you're right. Like there is to me, whenever somebody makes fun of any group in a way that is that comes from a place of being uninformed, mm-hmm. I think that's I, I don't I I'm not okay with it. Like we make an we we make a living making fun of religious groups. Right. But if we're getting it wrong, if we're you oh, know, if yeah. we're making fun of them for something that isn't theirs. Or right. uh, then, then we're making a mistake. We're doing something wrong. Yeah, absolutely. but also there is that sort of feeling of like only I can beat up my brother. You know yes, what I mean? Exactly. Like, like yeah. you can't. Like I know him. I know why he's a little piece of shit. But you don't. So <laughs> I get that. I get. But, he's my but piece in of the shit. end, <laughs> in the end, MJ, uh, y- you got to go through the process. It's just a process, and you're you're not gonna. It's not gonna happen instantly. And then you're gonna find like. Years from now, when when you thought you got rid of all of the vestiges of of the programming that they did to you, 
something's going to rear its head and you're going to be like, what the fuck? I, why is that there? So just expect it. Just know that it's going to be there. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, yeah. It's just part of the process. Uh, and feel free to feel whatever feelings that causes in you because whoo, I have plenty of feelings. Hey, do we have some folks to thank? Dan, we do indeed. Uh, we have five new patrons Woo! on Patreon. Uh, so, uh, first up, we have a new deacon by the name of Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. Awesome. We have two new teachers uh, by the name of Zane and Sue. Excellent. Thank you to the both of you. We have a new elder by the name of Joseph. So thank you, Ooh, Joseph. Excellent. And we have a new patriarch. Ooh. We got we got magic powers. We are giving out magic powers Seriously, to people today. These y'all. people have bought some serious magic powers. Uh, and our, our new patriarch is Sir Arcane. Ooh. So thank you, thank you to uh, all five of you, and thank you to everyone who supports the show. Uh, whether oh it's on... wait, I got to cut you off. I I just remembered that we also have a new uh, PayPal uh, oh. donor. So. That yeah. yet another uh, deacon to get to bestow uh, some some love upon. Uh, that's Joseph. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much to to everyone who supports the show. Uh, we, we we can't do it without you. And uh, and you know if you'd like to join these people these kind folk um, in in supporting the show, please go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab. And as always, Dan, we have our top donors to thank, our co-lords and savior, Austin and Demonium. Yoo! Stick around. There's more show coming up. Dan. Yeah. Do you hear that hissing sound? <laughs> There's something in the air. It's the sound of a gas light. <laughs> yeah. It's there. And it yeah. and it's coming directly from downtown Salt Lake City. <laughs> that sound. It's getting louder by the day. It is amazing that we can actually that, that there's any darkness in this city at nighttime with all the <laughs> gaslighting that is happening right now. Because <laughs> oh my god! I, uh, I am outraged currently i love how how upset you are about this because i'm just like oh jesus of course (laughs) of course of course they're revising their history and acting like no it's been this way the whole time what are you talking about okay this is how it's been yeah the whole time let me tell you something look the the people have joked about it the the south park guys joked about it and and, you know book of mormon musical joked about it but the fact of the matter is that you and I were raised in the Mormon church and we were taught in church by church leaders that the way the Mormon afterlife works mm-hmm. is that you die. Mm-hmm. If you were good, you get exalted. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to, you know, you, you, you bring one or more wives with you and, uh, you know, and obviously- possibly get more. Yeah, yeah. Throw you know, throw a couple more into the into the back of the car, and then you get to become 
a god yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quote was, as, as God, as we are, God once was, mm-hmm. and as God is, man may become. Yes. That was, this that is... was promised to us. Yes. Uh, we is... abandoned them before we got that, uh, that promise fulfilled. <laughs> but they, but like, look, there are millions of Mormons who were given that talk many times. Oh, yeah. Well, now, un- unceremoniously, uh, on, the, on the Mormon Church's website, churchofjesuschrist.org, there is a Q&A for outsiders, which I promise you, Mormons in the church do not know about currently, <laughs> that, is, that, that has a bunch of uh, frequently asked questions. They call it Mormonism 101, which is shocking in and of itself because you... You're you you guys are the ones who said you're we're not supposed to use the term Mormonism, but there you go. <laughs> uh, it is just littered with things like do Mormon blah blah blah. Anyway, right. uh, two of the sections have blown our minds. Uh, the the first one being the question: Do Latter Day Saints believe that they will quote get their own planet? The Which, answer. Is yes. The the correct answer because is Latter Day Saints. They very much do believe that. Yeah. They <laughs> actively. Yeah. Members of the church believe that. But apparently, <laughs> no, no, the church never taught that. Yeah. How did you guys get this idea? Yeah. I don't, we don't know where this came from. Uh, it's it's yeah. clearly just a goof that other people made up. Yeah. So their answer is. No, <laughs> this idea is not taught in Latter-day Scripture, nor is it a doctrine of the church. <laughs> what? Anything on? This misunderstanding stems from speculative comments unreflective of scriptural doctrine. Oh my God, you fucking what assholes. The fuck? Speculative comments <laughs> that were taught openly oh. in general conference over the pulpit at church uh, uh, teachers in sunday school using church education system manuals this shit was promulgated like mad everywhere it's yeah. one of the be- it's their best perk yeah. like it is literally the best thing about being a mormon cuz there's nothing good on this planet about being a mormon so literally they had to promise you a whole nother planet just for you, just for, you know, that is one of, that's a good signing bonus right there. Yeah. And not for nothing, like the number one, uh, anti-Mormon thing that was out there when I was, when we were growing up, Dan, you'll, mm. re- you'll recall hearing about the God makers, right? Right. The, 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 the animated or a little film. It was actually not all, all animated, but it was a film that some, you know, evangelical types made about Mormon beliefs. Yeah. Because this was meant to blow up the Mormon church. They were going to. Yeah, exactly. And they go through and they, I've watched it before a few different times. Right. And they go through and they spell it all out. And when you're sort of, uh, when you're Mormon, hearing an outsider say it the way that they're saying it, it's like, oh well, I mean, uh, that 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 just that doesn't that just doesn't sound right. They're they're just putting a twist on it, right? Yeah. But when you watch it 
years out of the church, it's like, oh yeah, these guys completely 100% brushed up on their Mormon theology. Yeah, they got it. And got it completely right. <laughs> like, it is so perfect that, like, if if the church just spoke plainly about any of this stuff ever, right? Yeah. Um, then, uh, yeah, well, it would be this. It, it it would be the way that they would say it. And right. here's the thing: the church is now speaking very plainly about it, and yeah. it's a full 180 reversal. Yeah, and yeah. right before they never that, felt so, so, the need to shut people up in the past when they were talking about it. They didn't feel the need to shut up general authorities when they spoke about it. Right. All of the all all inter like whether or not they're right about it not being in Mormon scripture. Right. Yeah. Which I would have to really go back and think about that one and, and, and look around a, a bit. This is the logical next step Mormon scripture that was talked about by all of the early prophets. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. I feel like, I feel like I remember hearing this kind of stuff in general conference. I, yeah, you know, I haven't, I didn't go back and, uh, and search where, where this may have popped up and, and all that stuff. I, I'm sure that there are people who are frantically doing that right now that we, that we can eventually look at. Yeah. Uh, I'll let them do the hard work. Well, and the other question that blew our minds, Dan, yeah. was do Latter-day Saints believe they can become gods, which we've right. kind of been dancing around a little bit with how we're talking about get your own planet. Um, it's obviously a part of the whole thing. And they, they're backing off on that too. Yeah. So yeah. not even, not only is it like, oh, well, you could be a god, but like, okay, you're not going to get your own planet. That's just silly. Well, where, where would that planet come from? I, you know, like <laughs> they're actually literally backing off on the thing that is taught to little kids as part of the plan of salvation. Yeah. For Christ's sake. Yeah, literally. So I just Googled that, the line that I said earlier, the uh, as man is, God once was thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is from one of the prophets directly. Yes. That is from Lorenzo Snow, the fifth president of the church. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know how you get around that. And I don't, uh, I don't, they haven't like brand, like they've done a pretty good job of branding, you know, Brigham Young as being a little bit of a loose cannon. You can't trust everything Brigham Young s said, right? Like they, they're, they're clear on that, right? The Adam God theory and some of the other crazy things that came out of Brigham Young's mouth, right? Like they've, <laughs> they've, they have long since stepped away from that stuff. I don't know. Lorenzo Snow? I've never heard them try to downplay anything from Lorenzo Snow that I'm yeah. that I can recall. Right, like he was a legit one. He wasn't I a crazy know, loose cannon. It's, right, it's just crazy. It is just they are literally pretending like their whole history never happened. <laughs> it, they are now to the point where they realized, oh shit, we are the wacky church. Uh, that everybody's making fun of, and they're making fun of us for legitimate reasons. How do we get around it? And the answer is just gaslighting. The answer is just, we never believed that. That yeah. was just you guys saying that. That wasn't us. That was somebody else. That was a guy down the street. We uh, we just, our guy was just telling us what he heard. So <laughs> I don't know how you guys can hold us to that. Like, literally, when, when the prophet, and and... 
understand that when we say that, like, the president of the church, he's a prophet with, like, a direct line to God. Oh, yeah. So when when they say shit, it's supposed to be, you gotta, you have to take it seriously. No, no, they're just gonna, they're just gonna let that fly, let, let it, let go of it. Uh, they're gonna put it on a boat, set the boat on fire and send it off into the sunset. <laughs> So there you go, folks. Uh, nothing that the Mormons believe is what they believe anymore. So, I yeah, at this point, I don't know what that church believes. Do you? Do you it, feel like you have a sense of what that church believes anymore? They're trying, I don't. They're trying to just kind of brand themselves as, and they've, they've been trying this for a long time, just be sort of a mainline Protestant religion. That's just yeah. all they want to be. Right. At this point, they just want to be one of the, the normies who aren't crazies. Right. Yeah. And um, and up, no, they... up until now, I've always thought that it was more that the, that there was more of a branding attempt. And now I think they're actually really trying to get into the their actual belief system and see what they can get rid of, what they can get away with without actually having to rewrite scripture at this point They're, they'll and, rewrite and scripture that's the thing. they will the, that will be the next step well they've but, been like, doing that all along they do these little revisions to take out offensive words or something yeah. but they you know I, yeah they may have to like do full rewrites and like drop a couple books or whatever yeah. well and they're going to absolutely have to drop the temple eventually I, I, they have to. The temple is nothing but creation story, and you know the plan of salvation. Like it's just, it's just lunacy. It yeah. is crazy. And here's the thing. So I googled, like I said, I googled that that line as men as men are, uh, God once was, whatever. And here's where the church talks about it. The church talks about it under a section of their website called poetry, and they call it. <laughs> they call it. A couplet. It is. It is just a a poetic couplet <laughs> uh, that couldn't about... possibly mean anything. Yeah, yeah. It's so, fairly plainly stated. It's it's pretty amazing. Oh uh, wow! A couplet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There. Uh, it is. It is full on gaslighting coming out of Salt Lake City. So if you're in Utah and you see. A giant beam of light coming from downtown Salt Lake. Uh, that's what it is. Good um, Lord. Yeah, that is volcanic level gaslighting, my friends. Uh, so enjoy that. Uh, go out and ask your Mormon friends what they believe about it, and then show them their website that proves that they're wrong. <laughs> uh, that's that's fun. Uh, well, there you go, kids. If you want to write in to, to us about uh, why we are or aren't being gaslit, uh, please feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, would you? Click on the like button. It's just facebook.com slash atheist. We're easy to find. And if you'd like to join one of our two members only lounges you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only we've got one over on facebook and one over on discord you can join whichever one you want or both yeah 
Yeah, hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.